Sometimes we don't even know what we don't know. And we don't even know that we don't know that we don't know that we know it, <laughs> that we don't know it. It's, it's crazy. And that, that can go on for a very, very long time, that whole conversation and discussion. And before I really start getting into it, my name is Jason Smith with the Unprecedented Living Podcast. I'm really glad that you're listening to this because in this podcast, we, we uncover a lot about the way that we think as people and the way that we operate and, and what could be different in, life, in our lives and what we could actually begin to, to create out of that. So we actually begin to live a, true, a truly unprecedented life, something that never existed before. And, and it's, it's exciting. It's an adventure. It's in, in, and oftentimes, we, we, like I said, we genuinely, we don't even know the way that we're walking through life. We don't know the way that we're walking through life. We don't know the way that we're thinking about things. We don't even know what's causing us to think the way that we think. I mean, really, like, what causes you to be different from somebody else? And there's a whole, there's a whole study in society that, that, that studies, I think it's called ontology. And it's the, it's the study of human beings and what causes human beings to be human beings, what makes them different from everything else. And I don't want to go into all of that right now. I'm going to start out by, by just... Um, uh, telling a little story, it's a relatively recent story, and I um, and it, it 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 really highlights to me how much we don't even realize what is causing us to make our decisions. So, where do I start? I guess I guess I'll start with um, my my wife and I. We have two kids, and. Uh, and she always wanted to have like six kids. She's, she's the second child of five. She has four siblings. She's number two of five. And she always grew up imagining she was going to have like six kids. And, uh, and I always grew up imagining I would have zero kids. <laughs> and I don't think that's a, that, that conversation is not exclusive just to us. I'm pretty sure there are many, many other husbands of wives who have had similar different ideas about how to, about what their, their total number of kids were going to be. And, and so, um, so we, we had two kids, um, uh, and then we decided, then we're looking, well, how are we going to be with a possible third child? And it took me a while to be okay with the idea of a third child. And then finally, a, a few years back, I don't know, maybe two years ago, three years ago, something like that, I then decided, okay, great, I'm happy to do this. We're, I'm happy to have a third child. Let's, uh, let, let, let's go for it. And, and my wife had never gotten pregnant. And we, we gave ourselves kind of an end date that if we do not get, if she does not get pregnant by the time that we are both 40 years old, then that's going to be the end of the road for a possible third child. Well, in February of this, uh, February of this year, we both turned 40. We both have our, our birthdays in February, and we both turned 40 then, and, uh, and then there was no third child. And I got to be honest, there was a little something in me that's like, yes, I made it. Awesome. I'm free. I don't have to worry about it. Woohoo! And, um, and then comes this conversation from my wife, and she says, you know, Jason, um, I know we gave ourselves until we were 40, but what do you think about what do you think about the idea of us continuing to try? And for, I don't know how long, it wouldn't be forever, but we just continue to try. And I'm like, oh crud. Um, uh, uh, 
I literally was was speechless. I didn't know what to say. And then I'm going through all of these emotions about how I just can't handle it and I can't do it. And and I remember I, I like I was telling her, I was like, I just don't think I could handle three kids. And she's like, Well, you were okay with it before. I was like, I know, but I just don't think I can handle three kids. And and we made this agreement. Like we literally we we made an agreement that at 40, and now here you are, you're taking it and wanting to go further with it. What am I supposed to do with this conversation? I can't just say no, let's not do it because, you know, it's this whole, it's, we're once again back in this thing of win-lose. One person can win and one person can lose. Like there is no win-win situation of how are we going to have a third child if she wants one and I don't. Like you, you don't, you, how are we going to compromise there? It's not going to happen. You either have it or you don't. And I'm like... Crud, here we are, here we are in this thing. And, and I was always grew up realizing, you know, knowing that marriage is about compromise. And there's no compromise here. In any relationship, a business relationship, a friendship, it's about compromise. And I'm like, I can't compromise. I can't find a win-win. She gets what she wants or I get what I want. And we cannot both be fully happy here. And, uh, and, you know, she even asked me, Jason, I mean, are you willing to, like, look at, like, what's going on inside of you as to why you don't want a third child? And I'm like, no, I'm not going to look because I know that if I look, I'm going to find something and now you are going to get your way because whatever's going on inside of me isn't good enough, isn't right, it's somehow wrong, and you're going to get your way. And I have to then, and once I see it, I have to choose what you want. And so I wasn't even willing to look. I kept, I kept avoiding the conversations as much as possible. And it just was, it was just crazy, you know? Um, and we were, we were not like, we never were arguing about this, but we were also never really at peace with each other. We were, there was never really a true, genuine openness with each other, you know? And yet we were fine. Like if someone were to look at us, from the outside, they were like, everything's fine, everything's good. If we looked at each other, everything's fine, everything's good. There was no argument. But there also wasn't this deep connection and understanding and freedom in our, in our, uh, in our marriage in that, in that area either. And uh, I don't know, after a little while, a couple months ago, a few months go, go by, and, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, you know, Jason, look at what you're doing. I mean, not even really being open to a real discussion. And so why don't you just look? Just look to see what's really going on. Be honest with yourself. Be courageous to even see what's really there, you know? So kids, kids are being watched somewhere, and my wife and I are, are, um, are uh, at a restaurant. We're having a, uh, a dinner uh, here in, in, in Lubeck, and, and it, just, it, it, it just pops into my mind while we're talking, just kind of out of the nowhere. And I'm like, you know what it is? It's not that I don't want a third child or anything. It's that I know, and I'm, and I'm, you can't see me right now, but I'm, I've got quotation marks. My fingers are making quotation marks right now. I know that when we have a third child, I'm going to stop being a priority in our marriage. And it's going to be a lot more work, and I have to just suck it up and be okay with it and, and, um, 
and I'm not allowed to, to be tired because I have to just suck up and do the rest of the work. And, and you know, my wife can't really focus on me at all because she's going to be dealing with every, all the things that she, of course, needs to deal with. And I'm just not a priority and I have to be okay with that. And I was like, wow, look at what's really going on there. Something I hadn't seen before, but it just was like, like this clear picture right in front of my, right in front of my face. I'm like, whoa. You know, it's like you open up the refrigerator and you look inside and there's the Grand Canyon. It was like that much of a, of a shock. You know, you're, you're opening the refrigerator to pull out, a, pull, pull out butter and all of a sudden there's the Grand Canyon in your, in your refrigerator. You're like, um, what the heck? Like, what's going on? You know, it's so obvious and like this wow, like in awe moment of what I just realized. I'm like, oh my goodness. And so I, I just began to open up and I told her, I was like, and, and the thing is, I had to be really, really courageous there because, you know, like to say, oh, I don't want something because I'm not going to be a priority anymore. Like, I felt a little bit weird in that. I felt really weird to actually say that because maybe that's going to sound arrogant or whatever. But I'm like, no, I'm committed to us having an open, honest, real relationship with each other. And so, so I, I just began to share myself and I told her, I was like, you know, I'm actually afraid that I'm not going to be a priority in your life anymore. And I just began to explain a little bit. And she's just listening. Like she's, she's listening so deeply to every word that I'm saying. And I realized she's doing that because I completely am opening myself up. I am making myself fully transparent. And you know, there's something that happens when when we see real transparency. We can't help but to listen. We can't help but to want to support that person when real transparency is happening. And before, she wasn't really fully listening to me and it wasn't her fault because I wasn't being really transparent with her. And so, so now I was and I could feel her listening. And... Uh, and she's like, oh, Jason, thank you. Now I know what's like really going on. Okay. And she stops and she, she just looks right at me. And she goes, Jason, you are and you always will be the number one priority in my life. And we talked some more and she shared with me some more. All of these things about even how she hadn't made me a priority in our marriage. She made everything else in the world a priority, so it would make sense how I would feel scared that I wouldn't be and all that type of stuff. And, and, and she just began to open herself up and be, and be so transparent about where she realized what she was doing some things with me. And I never asked for it. I never demanded it, but she just began to open herself up and actually even take responsibility for some stuff. And I'm like, what is happening in this conversation? Like, this is the most amazing conversation of my life. And this was back in June. Maybe it was July. I think it was in June. I'm like, what is this? Like, who is this woman in front of me? Like, this is, this is like, this is true marital bliss where we could be completely emotionally naked and completely unashamed with each other. I'm like, wow. <laughs> like, I don't know if, I don't know if, if like, I'm, I'm re-experiencing this joy even right now. And I don't know if you can, if you can hear that and what I'm saying, but I'm like, what is this? And so, so talking through it more and more, and I told her, I was like, okay, I think we're talking for like an hour and a half by this point. We're just walking around the city, beautiful night. And I'm like, all right, Mary Christina, like, here's the thing. 
I love being a dad. I love it. And you have so spoken to my heart and you've comforted my heart. And there is a new future now available for us that wasn't there before. And I want to tell you, I want a third child. I want a third child. And here's what was completely surprising to me that I never expected that like I could kind of see that maybe someday she would quote unquote get her way and we would have a third child. But I never believed in my wildest dreams that there could be this day where I'd be like, I genuinely want a third child. And that's where we are now. That's where we are. Like, we're now in this place where it's like, okay, we're happy to have a third child. Let's have a third one. That's, that's the current status. She's not pregnant yet. But that's the current status here on the 14th of August at 9 p.m. Here in, in German time. It's like, we want a third child together. And the thing is, is that I had no idea what was actually controlling my thoughts and my desires and, and, and my concerns and everything. A, a while back, I talked about fear and I talked about how fear, like, you know, it's not us making decision, it's the fear making the decision. And, 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 this, and also in reality, it is, yes, of course, us making the decision. But when we don't know what is going on behind that we can't see, that we're not present to, if you will, then, it, then we're being controlled by something. We're being controlled by a context, being controlled by thoughts and ideas that we don't even realize it's going on. And it's not until, it was, for, for me, it was not until I committed myself to be fully authentic with myself and I allowed myself to be okay with whatever was there. That I didn't try and say this is a good thing, this is a bad thing. I just was like, no, what is there? What is, what's, how am I really feeling about this situation? And I just looked. I just looked. And I committed, whatever is there is what's there and I'm okay with it. And I found out for me in this particular situation, I wasn't going to be a priority. And then I could talk about it. And that required some courage. That took something from me. I was a bit scared, but then I could actually start talking about it and we could come together in our relationship and really see what's going on. And here's what was amazing is that my willingness to look and my courage and my willingness to be fully transparent with my wife allowed her to be fully transparent with me and actually she began to say some things that I didn't even realize I needed, such as her making me feel like I wasn't a priority at times and, and, her, uh, and, and the way that she had said certain things and some things that she had expected of me um, and everything. And, and my being open and honest and transparent and fully me in that situation opened her up to be able to say some things that she had never shared before. And it was such a powerful time. And look at the future we have available for us now. And maybe she will never get pregnant. We don't know. We have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. But there's an 
another level of openness and transparency that causes us and that allows us to have something, that have a life that was previously completely unavailable. And that's what I love about this. That's what I love about just being able to freely look at what's going on and be authentic with it and begin the process of seeing what's there that we don't even know is there. And we oftentimes don't even know that we don't know that there is something there. So I just want to encourage you. If there's an area in your life that you're just not breaking through on, especially in some kind of communication with someone, you just can't break through. Really just stop and take a moment and look at yourself with like, what's, what's going on inside of you? And just see. Allow yourself to be radically honest with yourself. And allow yourself to be okay with whatever it is. And see what happens when you just be radically transparent with someone. And then let me know. I so want to know. I really, really want to know. I really want to hear from you. I love this. And uh, find me on Facebook. I want to put a link to, to, to my Facebook profile here in the comments. Find me on Facebook. Send me a message. And I would love to hear what you're getting out of this. All right. My name is Jason Smith again. And this is the, this is the, 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 the I can't even remember the name of the podcast. <laughs> the Unprecedented Living Podcast. And I will see you in the next episode.